You guys, we are officially in episode number 10 of my little baby podcast. We are officially in double digits, y'all. Can I get a woo-woo? Can I get a woo-woo? In this episode, I am going to talk about something that has happened yesterday, a realization that I had, and I've known this before, but it didn't hit me officially, quote-unquote, hit me until yesterday. And it hit me because I was in the middle of this new project, a side hustle, a hobby. I don't even know what to call it, but it's juicy. And I'm going to share it all with you, my new thing that I'm working on and the realization in this episode. So stay tuned. Welcome to Fulfilled Living Podcast. I am your host, Kathy, and I launched this platform to teach you personal development and life skills that school never taught you in order to easily navigate through this thing called life and live it fully. Let's dive in further into this fulfilled episode. So I realized that I'm a workaholic and I mean, I'm obviously always knew that, but I actually realized it that I am totally a workaholic and I love working. I love doing things, different things, exploring different options, and I love making money. I love making money. And I know a lot of people would not ever share that, but I am sitting here in front of my mic and I am openly sharing. I am a, a woman of a particular age, 30, and I love money. And I've loved money since I could remember. To me, money gives freedom. It's not the amount that I love. I don't have a particular amount. You know how some people, uh, when they graduate college, they're like, well, I want to make this amount of money or that amount of money. I don't have that. I just want to make enough money to have stability financial stability and financial stability it is crucial in my life because i was raised by a single mom i had a grandmother so two single women that always worked their behinds off and never dependent on a man or anybody else for that matter so I was brought up in that environment and that is exactly what I am doing now and reaching for. If you don't know, I have a full-time job. At this point, I do not want to disclose exactly what I do. I mean, I could say where I, what it, like is the field. So I work in insurance, but I cannot like disclose because of my work policy. No, I don't work for the government uh, or the state, but I don't want to disclose too much information because the rules and policies are not clear to me yet. And anyway, so I don't want to disclose it, period. Simple, just like that. Why do I keep thinking of scenarios to explain myself? Just don't want to disclose it. So I did work previously as a psychotherapist. I do have my degree in social work. If you do listen to my 
uh, introduction podcast, you will know. So I am a psychotherapist and I guess by education and in a way, you know, what I would like to do with my life. And I left being a psychotherapist because I was working for somebody else for about a decade and I couldn't not take it anymore. And I promise this is going actually somewhere. I'm, I'm making sense. It'll all come together. I couldn't take it anymore. I was extremely burned out. It was all about the numbers, 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 numbers. How much are you producing? Let's do this. Let's do that. And the jobs that I have had, I've never had um, a, a leader, a good leader that will show me the ropes and will be there to support me. Most of the jobs that I've had, I always felt like I was always put down and not valued and I was not using my skills to my full potential. The full-time job that I have now, um, I use my skills to my full potential. I don't feel less than um, my leaders, actually we don't call them bosses or supervisors or whatever, but my leader, and I love that word, she leads us. She doesn't make us do this, that, and a third. She like explain things to us. She tells us whatever. I, I could go on a tangent about this. So this job, full-time job, makes me happy, but it doesn't fulfill me like YouTube does, like recording this podcast does. Um, that job brings in good income. If I just took all my bills together, comp compile all the bills, I would be able, without my significant other, be able to pay for all my bills. So my salary, knock on wood, hopefully this IKEA table is wood, um, knock on wood is a stable salary. Good and fair stable salary for the work that I do. I don't think I am underpaid or overpaid. I mean, obviously I wish I could be paid more, but I am happy, right? But I have YouTube, and you guys know now it's not a secret anymore as it used to be back in the day. YouTube pays, so I do get some money from YouTube. It's not substantial, but it pays a bill or two. And I have um, Herbalife Nutrition. I'm a wellness coach with Herbalife Nutrition. I help people lose weight uh, through using Herbalife Nutrition products along obviously with my one-on-one -on -one coaching and helping people um, get on the path of healthy living. Not just give them the products here, these are the products you use, this is a meal plan, but actually I help my clients to know what they're buying, how to read a nutritional label that is in the back of a product that you're buying at the store, how to make healthy meals, how to substitute, how to not use uh, canola oil, and what the uh, you know what the benefits of using extra virgin olive oil compared to canola oil. So just one of the example, and that brings also a good amount of uh, you know income as well, but. You can never, I feel like, have enough cash flow because as we, many of us have realized and saw and unfortunately experienced, anything in life could happen. And when the COVID happened, if someone lost, let's say, their job at a corporate or um, private setting, whatever, and if they had a cushion to fall back 
as like side hustles like Herbalife Nutrition or YouTube or podcasts or Insta, whatever, just like those side hustles, they will have a cushion to fall until they figure out the unemployment because some people I've heard their unemployment took about six weeks until they got first payment from that. So what about all other bills? Granted, the you know you could have called your uh, insurance companies or credit cards or any kind of bills you have and you know get an extension. Granted, but it takes so much energy, so much time. Rather have that time maybe looking for another job or putting more energy into your side hustles and producing more money. To me, I never want to depend on one income. The last time I have depended on one income, I think was back in 2015. That's when I was in a transition from leaving um, one of my full-time jobs, getting another full-time job, but then yet staying part-time at the job that I left full-time. Are you following me? I hope you're following me. So since then, since 2015, we are in 2020, I have had more than one job. I did babysitting, um, my local, um, my local, my neighbors, um, kids part-time before I went to work. I actually have a morning routine. It was intense, but that bring income to the family, to the household. And I never want to feel that we are not having enough money or I'm not having enough money to do A, B, C, and D. Um, one of my main reasons to have inside hustles, aside from the cushion that it provides, if God forbid the full-time job falls through, is that I am able to put that money aside for goals. I have goals as an individual, as a person. We have goals with my significant other as a couple, and we are doing the best that we can to attain those goals and we live in america and especially us here living where we live in new york in westchester county it is super duper expensive so expensive to do anything um obviously the biggest goal that i have we have together is buying our own home but it's very expensive even when we look in our sister's um, state, which is Connecticut, is still expensive. You know, I do eventually want to invest in rental properties, and that is expensive. So I'm saying all this to say is that I am comfortable with the income that I have for my full-time job, but I am very passionate and very focused on having my side hustles. Well, my new side hustle that I don't think anybody watching me and who has been following me would expect me to do something like this. I have started doing Instacart. And if you don't know what Instacart is, Instacart is basically food shopping for others and, and delivering to their home. I mean, I enjoy food shopping for myself and I'm like, well... That can't be that hard. Okay, I was a little wrong about that. It's a bit challenging than, you know, just like a walk through the store and picking whatever you need. It's It involves a bit more 
uh, because it's an app and you have to follow and then if there's the product is not in there in the store you have to kind of message them or get a substitute and not all the stores are you know really well organized and the, you know the app could say it's in aisle 10 but you go to aisle 10 and there's nothing there then it's hard to find an employee then you know you find it on your own in aisle one so I'm saying this to say is that it's a challenge that I took on. Um, does it pay amazing? No, but again, it's a cushion. So I started it last Friday. It was my first try at a very uh, close by uh, supermarket. And this weekend, Saturday, Sunday, I took off from vlogging. I wasn't really on Instagram and it's because I was doing it pretty much all day, both days. And after tips and Instacart payment, I will share with you transparently because I feel like when I listen to something like this, like you need to tell me numbers, you know, like, come on, you need to tell me numbers. So I made $221. Now it's not a lot. Again, there are possibilities and it's very possible to make about 300 to $400 for two days. Um, you would have to be very fast and uh, you need to learn learn like all the ropes and you know the app itself and do shopping a bit faster so you could pick up more badges um, but it's super easy to use and no it's not a paid advertisement for instacart it's something that I wish that I've heard would have heard someone talk about like I don't know a year ago come on the other thing is that it's your basically your business so if you make over six hundred dollars instacart will send you the tax form in the mail and it's your business you could write it off the mileage the gas um i need to look more into what else you could write off but i know the mileage and gas you could write off so it's technically helping you with the relief of paying high taxes Hello. I mean, I have YouTube and Herbalife that I've had for a couple of years now that I've been able to write off things. But the, see, these are the things that not really talked about enough. These are the things that are not taught in freaking school. Like, I wish I could have a whole course, literally a whole course of how to do your taxes, how to know the tax language, how to... You know, work it out, know that you're paying enough taxes, you're not overpaying, how to fill out a simple W-4 form. I feel like every time I would get a W-4 form, I would get anxiety. And then I go to Google, Google doesn't tell me, like, break it down, because it's not something that it's just Google could tell you. You need to, like, put it together, because it applies to you. Like, do you have dependents, this, that, and the third. So I wish the school would have taught us that, but unfortunately it didn't. So... I'm out here, and I know you're out there as well, who don't know this stuff. And one of the things I want to share, so if you do Instacart, and you make over $600, they'll send you the form, and you could claim it as your income, and then you could claim, um, what is it called, the thing, deductions, basically like a loss. Don't quote me on that, because I'm not a 
still a pro like I don't know that stuff really well what I do know I state facts but I don't know something I say it and then I'm like all right don't quote me on that so it's something along those lines but clarify with your financial advisor or whoever does your taxes and Instacart has been another additional source of income for me and my home and with even though you might say well you spend two whole days so it's like uh, like what is it 110 um a day but wouldn't you want your days off first of all i work my full-time job consists of sitting on a chair behind two computers reading a lot thinking and reading when i say reading i am not just like things that enjoyable but i'm reading clinical information so this thing being out and shopping for the people i don't need to stare at a computer screen i am being active because i'm getting in and out of car i'm pushing a car you know some people order a lot of stuff so the car could be heavy i'm walking back and forth so i'm getting exercise i am driving because i work from home now so i don't drive five days a week pretty much so me being out saturday and sunday is nothing you know and if i it's my business meaning if i choose not to work on one of the days or a weekend or two or however i decide i don't need to i don't have to that's the beauty of owning your own business so 221 that i've made will pay our electric bill with water bill that will pay um my car lease is 353 so pay partial let's say i could use it towards that i could put it towards savings i could put it towards uh, a food to buy um and you might say well you're driving that means you're spending on gas right now i will use this opportunity that the gas price is low once if it goes up really high then i have an option to maybe do two batches score high paying ones like $50, $87. Yeah. One delivery, someone is willing to pay 80 something dollars. So right there, couple of hours and I made over $100. And that could be used to whatever I want to my advantage and it just feels good. But yesterday, I was on the phone with my mom and I realized something. This was this was this was my realization. I just thought about like, how do I have this energy to do this? You know, I take care of a house. I do YouTube. I do Herbalife. It requires so much of me. On top of that, I'm a girlfriend. Sometimes I feel like being a girlfriend as my significant other would say. Uh, but I'm a daughter. It's hard. And I'm driving yesterday, and I'm like, how do I have this energy to do this? And I had the epiphany moment right then. Hello, you're clearly doing this because you have to do it. There's a reason that you have this ability to do this right now. Because higher power does not give you anything that you cannot handle. Or anything that the higher power thought that you would not be able to handle. You're given everything in this moment. 
the everything that you're going through that you that is able to shape you change you motivate you push you whatever you could think of to be the better you to become better to reach higher in life and then I was talking to my mom I told her that and then I realized I don't have anyone in my life circle of friends that understand the mentality of making money hustling and enjoying the hustle because I love YouTube I love Herbalife I love doing this podcast even though this podcast doesn't pay yet but I still love doing it and certain things I don't actually None of the things I do just so I could get paid. I legitimately love doing it. And it's just cherry on top that I get paid for it. I love that. That is my goal in life to do things that I legitimately love. Not for the money. But because it brings me happiness and joy. Y'all, I cannot tell you the messages that I receive almost every single day, if not every other day for sure, of you lovely people telling me that I bring joy, happiness, fulfillment, motivation. And I'm a person that help you disconnect from the sadness and sorrow that you're going through or challenges that you face in life that I get your mind over it. Because I was there and I'm still there. When I go through challenges, I love watching other people that are pushing, motivating, living their life, happy. I love it. And I mean, there were times when uh, my 12-year relationship ended when I couldn't see people happy because it was just triggering me to feel miserable. So I took step away from that until I got a bit stronger on my feet and realized that things happened for a reason and then I re-entered back when I needed that push and kick because I couldn't sit on a couch anymore or in my bed and cry for something that not even realizing was a freaking blessing in my life because I don't know if I'll be sitting here talking to you if my relationship did not end and I wouldn't be where I am right now and have what I have right now if my relationship didn't end. So if something is taken away from you, something better is awaiting. And if you're being pushed to your limit, girl, higher power and life and God is testing you. And I'm being very cautious with the word God because I know not everybody believes in God. So higher power, whatever it is to you, they got something for you and they're testing you to see if they give that to you, you'll be able to do it. I read this article. If you want, if you listen to my previous podcast, number nine, I talked about uh, my fear of having children. And I read this article where it said, I don't know what it is, but the moment you give birth, to a child, you, out of thin air, 
you know how to take care of it and you get some kind of extra boost of the supernatural desire and energy to be a mom, to be a parent. I mean, I'm still kind of iffy about it because I don't really, you know, believe it like that. But I'm like, all right, hold on, girl. But look at all of these things that you're doing. And more things are adding to your plate that are good things. And challenges along the way. Higher power must be testing you because it has something planned for you later down the line, but you need to pass this challenges, hardships, overcoming. On Saturday, I did a delivery. Um, I think it was my fourth delivery for the day, and the lady was wheelchair bound. And when I saw her, I just felt like I know that she would do anything to switch places with me and have my place and be able to be mobile. And here I am complaining about being tired. Granted, yes, we all need rest. All little hustlers out, y'all need rest, okay? You need your precious rest. But what I've been doing, and my significant other pointed it out, I've been complaining. Not really on YouTube, on social media, more privately, personally, because I kind of like deal with things privately, personally, and then I pick and choose what I want to share. If it's not too, 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 too personal, I share. Obviously, I'm an open book. But he's right. I am complaining when I'm able to do things. I don't know where I got this energy to do Instacart two days in a row. Driving back and forth, shopping for people, uh, uh, messaging the, them and, and finding things and walking through aisles, getting in and out of car, going from one location to another to another. But I'm like, I am given this for a reason. I might later, probably, not even might, I will realize later why I'm given what I'm given right now to do in order to achieve a, what I want, and B, what I don't even know is going to happen. Everything that we do is preparing us for something bigger and greater. So if you're in a position where you feel like giving up or you're quote-unquote tired, take a break, give yourself good time to rest, and keep going and you feel like you're you, you're burning out take another break B have a break until you feel like you have energy and if you're being called for things to do and you're not realizing why it's your higher power pushing you and telling you go do it go do it i got something better for you but you can't be ready for it and you're not ready for it if you don't go through what I'm making you do right now. 
as I'm sharing this with you, I'm also re-realizing things. So it's like this podcast is not only helping you and therapeutic for you, but it's also helping me and therapeutic for me. There are times I don't want to record or edit a video for YouTube or post something on Instagram. But then I remind myself, you're given the opportunity to do so. You have the eyes, you have hands, fingers that are working. You have a phone. How many people don't have a latest phone or an iPhone for that matter that wish they could have an iPhone? People who can't see, people who are colorblind, people who can't walk, who are in a wheelchair. They would do anything to trade places with you even for a day to be able to do things that you're doing and complaining or not doing and complaining. I'm a doer and a complainer. There are people that are not doer and a complainer. So my biggest goal right now as a per- for my personal development is to minimize The amount of time I say that I am tired. Just earlier today, my significant other said, you always say you're tired. And yes, guys, I do a lot. And yes, I'm tired. But I feel like that word is so engraved in me that I just say it just to say it. Like I'm not even 100% tired because when I say I'm tired, I am still keep going. Like he'll come home and I'll tell him, oh, I'm tired. But yet... I'll do laundry, I'll, I'll do dishes, I'll wipe, you know, the floor, I'll vacuum, I'll edit a video, I'll record a podcast, I'll walk my dog, I'll go to the gym, but I'm still doing these things. So why am I saying I'm tired, like, but I'm not? So next time, I will push myself to say only when I'm tired, when I am literally sitting down, I'm like, all right, I'm done for the day, I'm tired, and that's it. But a lot of us have these words engraved in our head. I can't do it because when you were growing up, your parents say, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't touch this. You can't touch that. So it's like it's engraved in us that we can't do certain things. And it pushes down when we are an adult and we're saying, well, we can't do this because unconsciously our parents told us majority of our life growing up, you can't touch this. You can't do this. So think of things that affect you that you say but don't feel. If you're not tired and you're not ready to sit down and rest, don't say you're tired. Or you don't you're not ready to quit the day or what you're doing throughout the day, don't say you're tired. Don't say I can't do it until you try. Be your own critic reviewer. Try things. You don't like it. You you could confidently say, I do not like it. Everything in life is a choice. You choose to do things. You choose to say no to things. You choose to complain. Everything that you do is your choice. If you know you cannot take on your plate more than you already have, then you could kindly decline it or say, okay, let me see what I could remove or once I'm finished with whatever is on my plate, then I could take on a responsibility. 
if someone asks you to do things or or do things that out of your comfort zone or you're not sure, you could just say, hey, I cannot commit to doing this. Let's review it later. Or if you know you don't want to do it, then you say, I cannot commit to this at all, period. A lot of times the way we speak is not confident. And I'm still learning about it, so I don't want to really talk about it, but this is what I've learned so far. The words that we use, the statements that we make, the sentences that we say to others, aside from how we carry the the physical appearance of us and body language, we don't respond confidently. For example, instead of saying, well, I don't know if I could do this, you say, I cannot commit to this. Do you hear the difference? Hey, I don't really know. Well, hmm, I'm not really sure if I could do this. Two, I am not going to commit myself to do this. Or I do not want to commit myself to do this. Or I cannot allow myself to commit to do this. Period. The more you explain how you feel and why you feel, It'll, it shows that you are not as confident with your statement. It's hard to understand because it took me a second to really understand that. So it's probably going to be another podcast once I actually learn the whole thing of it. Then I'll be able to bring it on to you guys and share it. In conclusion to this episode of my podcast, listen, if you are somewhere now that you feel like you don't know where this power that you have to go through things and do things are coming from, remember that there's a reason for it. Another thing, never rely on one income. Never, ever, ever rely on one income. Find hobbies that you could turn to money making. And remember, you're going to start small. Or and actually, initially, you're not probably going to start with anything. But as you're continuing to be you know, consistent and dedicated and you're enjoying yourself and you love doing what you're doing, the money will start to appear. You're going to attract more money. If you're doing it just for the sake of getting paid, it's not really going to work out the way you would like to. But if you're enjoying it and you're giving it your all, just continue. Your hard work will be paid off. Do I think my hard work is being paid off in Herbalife, YouTube, well, I can't really talk about Instacart because I just started. But in Herbalife and YouTube, no. I do way more than what I get paid for. And in the future episodes, I will talk about um, the whole YouTube payments and Herbalife and things like that. Um, but I'm not there yet. So find a side hustle. And I am, guys, I will do an episode uh, eventually about 
hustling and trying to find your niche and 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 doing things to bring you money aside from let's say a full-time job i'm not telling you quit your full-time job and do what you love no you don't see me do it i would not preach that because you need a stable income that comes from your salary because youtube and other um, side hustles are not stable income meaning that they fluctuate one month you earn less the next month you earn more the third month you all you earn triple so like i said it's not stable stable but it is possible so search on google side hustles that um don't take a lot of time or like search your hobby and see how you could um you know produce money in that oh and i totally forgot oh my god i just realized that me and my mom actually resell secondhand clothing and items like i've been able to make money off facebook selling like big furniture pieces uh, along with some clothes but furniture pieces go more often and faster um, but me and my mom have a Poshmark and we have Mercari and we also during summertime uh, do garage sales. So I'm saying that all to say is that you could find money making in hobbies. My mom loves to sell things. I love to sell things as well. I'm more of like administrative portion of the whole little business that me and my mom going on and she's more of like taking pictures packing and shipping i do i deal like with customers and and posting and things like that so that's another side hustle that is doesn't really produce a lot but i we have hopes that it will but i wanted to share that because i just remember what else i do um aside from Herbalife, YouTube, podcast, and my full-time job. So I do that as well. I will conclude this episode because we are going to be almost 40 minutes. And I think I ran out of things to say, let me be honest. Just want to thank you guys so, so much for tuning in and listening. If you found this podcast useful, please share it with a friend. You can screenshot the app that you're listening my podcast from. Put it on your Instagram, put it on your social media, tag your best friend, tag anybody you want who could find this information that I provide in this podcast or any of my other podcasts. It's, you know, let's spread this information to others. So again, thank you so much for listening till next podcast. Bye.